0: Welcome to episode 12 of the Bobcast, this is the final episode of season 4, how crazy is that, and we are going to be talking all about training and nutrition during Ramadan as that is starting tomorrow, so we thought that might be very useful for some of the listeners, Um, so we're going to sort of give a general outline of kind of what we would do and then get into some questions. So I think let's let's dive right into it.
1: Yeah, me just looking for the questions.
0: I've got them, don't worry. Oh. <laughs> yeah,
2: Cassie organized on. She's got all the questions. Oh, yeah, yeah well, I'm
1: I'm I'm getting to them now. Well, I wasn't so organized today
0: <laughs> cuz we've just been eating a lot of croissant. Croissant. Oh. Um and croissant. This uh, <laughs> <it's> croissant. croissant. <laughs> this is it's French. <laughs> uh?
1: Croissant.
0: Croissant. Yes, no, we were. We had a delicious brunch, but we've we've got some really good questions. So uh-huh. thanks so much to everybody who sent those in, yeah. um, and hopefully, well, we always release on Sunday, so hopefully you'll have enough time to, yeah, listen to it, and hopefully we've answered planning. it thoroughly, so that you can then plan um, for Ramadan. And yeah, we were just talking before we came on air. that We just go through kind of how we would approach it as, essentially, um, yes, it's fasting, but it's a form of intermittent fasting. Um, and so that never lends itself well to trying to build muscle or, you know, generally be in a bulk. I think it's, I mean, A, really hard to eat that much food in such a limited time and, and B, just not good for, you know, muscle synthesis because you're not you're not able to sort of spread out your protein intake. You kind of, unless you're going to stay up all night, which yeah. I hear some bodybuilders do, which I would like to hear more about that. Um, yeah. But, uh, yes. Yeah, if, it's just, it's just, then,
2: yeah, then you're limiting your recovery. You know, it's catch too, unless you're super. Yeah. You know, I always wonder, I actually think the top-level bodybuilders just don't fast you remember that. Maybe, maybe a few exceptions like Rami and... Really, yeah, like, yes. maybe hardly because he's in Iran, but I think generally speaking, you know, I think if you're a professional bodybuilder, I don't see how Ramadan can work for you because, especially if you're involved, maybe if you're in prep, yeah. because it's just, the recovery would be so damaged.
1: Yeah, but it's crazy. I've, uh, I'll get some of the podcasts of some of the ones who've uh, fasted, like they just... Change their night into day. Even uh, I think Fu had spoken it on how he did one prep and he just sort of but that's after he turned pro where I mean it's your job. So he'd sleep during the day and then train in the evening after opening and then have his meals, you know, like throughout the night. But Yeah. I guess if you're pro thing, you have a
2: job you yeah. can make a night shift.
1: Yes. Yeah. You but, make
2: it, like become a shift worker. Yeah. yeah,
1: true, unless you really work night shift or it is your job, it, 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 it can't be hard.
0: Yeah, and I mean that's, yeah, and this yeah. bodybuilding is your profession. Yeah. It's, you know, and it, it's, it, 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 there's always times where your fitness, your nutrition, take the backseat, you know, Ramadan is, you know, you're focusing on your religion and it's all about, you know,
1: spirituality.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's self-reflection. So that that's what it's about. And you can still, you know, be aware and conscious and try as best you can, you know, to, to work with your fitness and nutrition goals. But they're probably not, you know, what you're ultimately focusing on. Yeah. And then that's what this episode is about, on how you can still maintain um, your, your muscle um, and how you can eat to do that and hopefully to take the stress out of thinking about all of that for you and also and you know it is it is a bit of stress on the body you know like Andy just said with the recovery so if yeah. you are being you know very conscious of how you train and how you eat it, hopefully it will make the it'll just make it a bit easier as well. Yeah,
2: you know, to a certain extent the whole purpose of Ramadan is to suffer a little bit yeah. you know my, my you know ex wife family are Muslim and, and that was a big thing. It's like you know you're suffering during the day, you know, and that gives you sort of that thinking of spirituality, and, you know. Unlike if you slept all day, yeah, you know, you're not. It's kind of outside yeah. of the realms of what Ramadan's <laughs> meant to be, and you know. So
1: true. Yeah,
2: you know, I remember being in, in the police, and we had some guys who were Muslim and would do Ramadan, and it was it was hard for them, you know, as in like you know, running around trying to arrest people and handcuff people that are fighting when you've got no calories inside you, you've just been sipping water all day. You know, they were, and even some people, I don't think even do water. Yeah. No, water. In the day, yeah, yeah
1: no. No water, no food.
0: So, you know. Yeah, no, it's, and, um, oh, I just lost my train of thought. But, you know, everything that we've talked about, in all the seasons you know you need to remember it and some people actually put on weight during Ramadan it doesn't mean because you don't eat all day that you can't you know put on weight if you exceed your your calories well not exceed but you know if you tip your calories in the whole energy balance equation you can put on weight so you know just because you're fasting all day it doesn't mean all those laws of you know energy balance get thrown out the window um so
2: i think i i've met people it works both ways i've seen people lose weight during ramadan i've seen people pile it up because yeah. of food choices mm-hmm. as soon as they can eat we go mental with like the worst food yeah. you know the most nutrient dense food you've ever seen yeah in yeah. a very short window yeah. you know are just cramming it down and they'd be surprised you can cram down 3000 calories quite quickly when you know it's a wrong choice yeah you know, food for health you know? yeah yeah
1: because you're I guess you're trying to eat, say your, you have a normal job so you sleep between 9, 10, you've just opened you know fast, broken fast and you're trying to eat as much as you can in three, four hours. It, it almost ends up becoming a binge binge fest because mm. yeah. <laughs> you're trying it to be often
2: and, and you're not moving around. No, you're, you're sitting not around eating. Because evening, yeah, and, and you've been saving yourself during the day, so you, you limit your, your movements during the day because you're not eating. Then it becomes late, and your days are just, you know, you're sitting around with family, friends, whatever it may be, eating. You're not going out walking, so you're not actually using as many calories
0: mm-hmm.
2: as, you know, as if you were eating, moving around during the day. So it is, I think it's a, very, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tricky type rope for a lot of people. Like controlling what they eat and but enjoying it because it is like you know about families coming together in the evening eating together often you know friends eating together you know of an evening you know it's like we, we fast all day let's get together and have something tonight and you know i understand that aspect of it but i do think it's it's a tricky balancing act for a lot of people who want to get into good shape at the same time
1: that's what we were discussing earlier we're like with the covid restrictions though will will it be like a month of bonding between families and friends or it, it, it seems like it be more you know just your little bubble have your meals do your prayer and you're done so it might be a different ramadan yeah. for a lot of people all over the world
0: well even last year yeah. i think it was more strict last year in terms of, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so. Like, generally,
2: yeah. um, well, you know, maybe less so for, I'm trying to think, for Kenya, yeah. much, much, we're really in lockdown again. So, yeah. but for other places, I think there's a bit more freedom.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I do think, generally speaking, COVID will, I do think, may help people not feel like they've got to go to a sort of a family meal. Or go visit friends to break fast when we could actually just do it at home and be more selective with the food choices.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think overall, maintenance is a great place to be during Ramadan. That's right. And because bulking, it will be extremely hard to, A, you know, have the energy in the day to put everything into your session. You know, to build, to actually stimulate building muscle, and like I said, yeah, eating all that food, and 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 the same goes if you want to be in a deficit. To to try and maintain your muscle mass will be quite hard. Um, you know, if you're also in a in a deficit. Um, so I think maintenance is a great place to be, and yeah. I think easier. less- And it's a chance to
2: probably deload a little bit. Like your training sessions don't have to be crazy you know, maintenance volume is a lot less, you know, you can survive a lot less intensity, a lot less volume, a lot less weight just to maintain muscle. So, you know, because you're not going to go in fully charged for your sessions. You're not going to have, you know, your everything balanced. You know, often, unless you're training after breaking fast in the middle of the night, often your training's going to be poorly fed. And I always, all my programs... Are built for training performance.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I always tell people, a number one priority is training performance. Well, in a fast, you can't prioritize training. You know, you're fasting for different reasons. So I would take that as an opportunity to have a, you know, have some time, take some time back, just do some maintenance, maybe get rid of some niggles.
1: Yeah.
2: Eat at maintenance. Enjoy the time. Enjoy that family time. You know um and then you know enjoy time with friends but just be mindful of what you're
1: doing yeah it's not a good time to be worrying about your weight and your training to be honest
0: yeah and you i think a lot of people don't realize you know what andy just said that you can maintain you know your muscle on you know quite a lot less than you think and um a lot of people who actually you're trying to lose muscle (laughs) it's it can be harder than you'd expect it to so you know you're not going to um, lose it all and even if you do lose some muscle mass it does come back relatively quickly if you are you know if you have been training before so um yeah uh it's it's, yeah, it's not something that you should be scared about losing all your gains. Um, there are more important things than that, and they do come back. Muscle memory is a thing.
1: Yeah, um, but it's it's crazy, though. It takes, I'm sure yeah, it takes... Yeah, and that's a thing. I, yeah. you know,
2: and I discussed this last... Oh, 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 it must be a delay. Yeah, it's um, fine. I was <laughs> I same, it's a bit like when we first went into COVID. People were worried about their gains, and actually all it is is you're just losing a little bit of pump in your arms a little less volume the muscle fibers aren't disappearing on you they're still there so when you add everything back in they're just naturally your muscles swell back up so you know people overly worry about losing their gains you know unless you're in a, I think i said this last year unless you're in a coma your nutrition's really bad it takes a little bit of time unless you're a really big muscular person to lose muscle volume
1: yeah
0: yeah. Um, and I know a lot of the questions that we've been asked sort of center around when is the best time to train. Yeah. Um so maybe we can just go over that sort of more generally and you know, there's there's never like there's no scientifically proven best time to train. But like Andy said, it's all about your performance in the session. But then you've got to think about your recovery. So if you're training late at night you know, some people get so hyped up on that they're not going to sleep. So, you know, if that's you, then a late night training session is probably not <laughs> the best thing. Um, so it, it'll, it I think it, it just, it'll depend on, on so many factors um, of your lifestyle or when is best to train for you. Um, what are yeah. your thoughts, gentlemen? Yeah. Yeah.
2: If, as we said, if it's a case of Treating it like you're a shift worker and staying up all night, then you program, you program your training in like normal after a couple of meals or whatever where you can. If not, and you're going to sleep after eating, maybe because you're eating a lot in a small window, train first thing, because your muscles should be glycogen fed. You know, you're not gonna lose all that overnight and just train first thing in the morning, you know. And just make sure though you hydrate first because, you know, likelihood of injuries increases when you're dehydrated. So,
1: yeah. And then don't, yeah, I guess when you wake up in the morning, they have the, there's the one meal before they close, I think before mm-hmm. fasting begins. So that could work. Cause you wake up, yeah. feed, you're going into a session. That's not super intense cause you still have, I guess, uh, a whole day to survive through you know with work and everything so i would say a mor- yeah. morning after your first meal would be a good time yeah
0: yeah i mean that's when i that's when i would train yeah. um yeah, I, I i yeah. i can't train at night uh, i think i would just That'd be
1: wired the whole night yeah <laughs>
0: um and that the hydration one is hard um because if you're not drinking throughout the day and you know you're trying to sleep at night um but you don't want to be sort of glugging five liters at one point you know in one sitting uh it's that is quite tricky to spread that out um so i think yeah. as, as it may m- mean just getting up earlier yeah yeah that's yeah. the case of getting
2: up earlier before day day uh daybreak having a meal having you know some a lot of well more fluid than you probably normally would yeah you know trying you know maybe a couple of liters one liter before eating liter after eating yeah you're gonna feel you know you're not gonna feel necessarily best but then you know give it an hour two hours whatever it may be probably two hours then train then it will settle I and mean, then you should be hydrated and fed yeah mm-hmm. so yeah first thing in the morning.
0: Yeah, I yeah, think. It's I think
2: break.
0: Yeah, and if you're not a morning person then and that just doesn't you know fit into your work or whatever, you can. I think probably the next best thing would to be to train after you've broken your fast in the evening. Um, eat you know eat a good uh, yeah, balanced a, a meal. session. Like Andy said, just do the, the exact same thing, but in the evening, time, yeah. and then you know wait an hour, let everything digest, uh, and then train. Um, and then you could probably get in a a, a sneaky uh, post-training um, meal and then try and get to sleep. Um, so I think, yeah, those are probably your, your two best options. Um, and, yeah, just being mindful of what you can recover from. Really mindful of that. Um, you know, especially as it goes on. Your first week, you might be okay. And then you might find that you're just not recovering as well so that's a good yeah just monitor it and then you can know when to just take things down a notch um
1: yeah even reduce the training days from yeah if you do five try three with maybe rest in between just see how how that works first or even go down to four and uh, yeah just monitor and see how you recover first week and then you'll be able to tell what volume sort of works for you
0: yeah and now it's not the time for plyometrics and no. like hardcore cardio <laughs> no, <laughs> no
2: sure. and, you know it's a bit like the advice we give for Christmas you've got to enjoy that time as well true if you're not a professional you don't have a competition you're not trying to be a bodybuilder you're just a you know, general population type person who just wants to look good look you know enjoy that time you know, like I say, for people on special occasions of Christmas, I know it's a protracted period of time, therefore be a bit more mindful. Actually, don't beat yourself up over it. Just be sensible, but enjoy it at the same time, because it's a good time to take a, a bit of a mental break from, you know, pushing yourself really hard.
0: Yeah, I, I think so. Um, I think that leads quite nicely into a question that I just got. Um... Let me read it out. So, what are the podcast team's opinion on a complete non-training Ramadan? Perhaps a little bit of mobility every day, but that's the only activity. Calories to maintenance and trying to meet protein. How much of your gains do you lose and how hard to start again after Ramadan? Um, Um, I, I, I really like that question because it sort of, encapsulate some of the key points in that you know if you don't want to train you don't have to and it is a good time to focus on things like mobility that you normally you know maybe don't do and I mean mobility is a wonderful thing to do because so I think some people think it's really easy but it's you know if you're if you do a full-on mobility session you know it's it's, it's pretty tough um and but not in a draining kind of way. You'll recover from it. So I, I think absolutely you can do a non-training um, Ramadan, and yeah, for sure focus on trying to hit your protein. Um, and yes, you will lose gains. You know, especially a month. You know, if, if you do four weeks of not doing any kind of um, weight, weight resistance training. Yes, you will lose gains, but like we said, they will come back within, you know, two or three weeks um, of getting back to your normal uh, routine. So, yeah, I think. Suppose
2: it also comes down to
0: yeah.
2: comes down to what your goal is.
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: If if your goal is just to be healthy, fit, and healthy, there's no problem with taking it as time off. I would say if you've got aspirations to build muscle you know yes you can take it as time off but you are going to lose a little bit you know it's not going to be ideal over a month although you know you don't need to necessarily do gym work you know press up some body mm-hmm. uh, body weight exercises will maintain a lot of you know a lot of stuff especially if you've factored a bit of time under tension stretching helps maintain muscle mass well, not muscle mass, but maintaining actual muscle fibres. You're going to always lose a bit of mass due to uh, cell swellings gone, you know, fluid and blood retention's gone out of the muscle a little bit. So, you know, it's it's, it's catch, you know, it's catch right It's all down to personal goals. If you need a break, it doesn't matter what you're doing. If you need a break, you feel you need to take a month off. Take a month off. You know, simple as that
0: yeah yeah uh, exactly and if so if your goal is to if you don't want to lose all your gains I would add into the mobility some body weight um, sessions as well with the mobility you know even just three times a week um, you'll you'll still be able to maintain a bit more of your muscle mass than if you just do mobility but yeah if you're if you're not bothered about that then you know just do mobility yeah. you know get in your get in some steps just get in some movement that's always good and flexibility and yeah do try and hit the protein which I think will yeah that is well as always one of the hardest macros to hit and I think for a- anyone during this time especially if you are trying to maintain you you're going to need to hit your your protein
1: yeah no I was just thinking yeah. if uh, as an option I think I would go with the
0: mobility it, yeah
1: yeah just taking a whole month off i've, I've never i've i've done a fast once with friends for a week and it totally destroyed me <laughs> uh because i'd never done it so it was you know yeah. try it out see what this ramadan thing is like and i did a week back then it's still where we didn't have uh, like i i didn't uh listen to podcasts like this so you go into the gym thinking ah it's just a fast i'm gonna train hard so after a few days i was out so (laughs) i'm thinking if you're one of the people who you know like you can't really slow down when it comes to training or you've been training hard and you just haven't had time to have a break uh, a one month it would be nice take one month you know just work on your movement get your steps in um you know reconnect with yourself just maybe that one month when you yeah. miss it you come back and i for for me personally i don't know about people but sometimes when i take a break and i come back i'm You're, i'm psyched i'm yes. like yeah i've, I've missed this I'm, I'm ready for it so
0: yeah I, which is which is so nice to feel that yeah, and yeah. again i think i can't remember the name of the study um but you know the kind of when you take a like a a break your muscles become a bit more sensitive you know to to stimulus again Mm -hmm. um so i mean you could also do like you could train for two weeks and then the final two weeks take off you know there's so many options that you can do there um but generally i would say if you're going to take your you know anywhere from three to four weeks off you will lose your muscle mass some of it it's it's inevitable you will lose that and strength but it's not like it's gone forever
1: yeah. muscle memory is a
0: thing and you will get right. it back and it will come back and it will come back quicker
1: yeah when you when you hit that first workout and that pump flows in and you're like yeah
0: it'll I take a it. couple of weeks but you you will get back yeah.
2: um so well, you know, i think you touched on a point protein yeah, you know, protein is muscle sparing. Mm. A lot of things I would do is include um, protein modified fasting. I do this myself. If I've got a, if I've got a um, like a special occasion in the evening, someone's birthday or something, and we're going for a meal, my first me- like my other meals will be protein modified. So it'd be main protein, very mm. little carbs on the meal because I know we have more carbs there. So your your meal to break fast should probably be a high protein, low carb meal you know, get a maximum amount of protein in because your latter meals, if they're more sort of enjoyable type meals, will have a higher carb level and probably a lot lower protein. I remember I was stuck in Mogadishu for Ramadan in 2011. And it was over sort of my birthday period, it was August. And I was there for weeks. And all we ate every night was mandazis and samosas because that was all that was provided to us. Yeah, I couldn't where I was because... Al Shabab were trying to shoot shoot us. So we were kind of hiding. Yeah. Um, but we managed to get some goats on my birthday and we slaughtered the goats. That was nice. But then we just had goat meat for, for one meal. But you know, it was one of those it was one of those things where a lot of it is a lot of that for a lot of people like buffet type party food the, you know, where my family get around the table and there's yeah. little bits of everything. So it is a lot less protein to carb ratio. So if you yes. can give yourself a meal before that of a high-protein meal, with low-carb, you'll be doing yourself a big favour.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, sorry. No, I was going to say this is where, I guess, protein supplement comes in handy too. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just from also the point of view that I think you're most likely to binge after that day of fasting. And protein is very satiating. Yeah. So whilst the temptation might be to go straight to the to something sweet and high carb if you can make that choice to go for a high protein meal I think it will do you good in so many ways you'll probably be less likely to binge and you're getting in your protein and yeah yeah, yeah, like Leon said probably that's where a protein supplement can come in really quickly you know you want something just quickly like you know even before you you um maybe sit with your family you can just have a quick protein shake Mm -hmm. you know that's really simple, and, and you're getting hydrated at the same time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I think that that's a, that's a really key point, is to try, try and break your fast with a high-protein meal, um, and then get in, yeah, your carbs and fats later. And I'm sure, you know, the, it, it just goes around, you know, like you see bodybuilders, they've got to eat 20 grams of protein every three or four hours, otherwise you'll lose all your muscle. You know, that's just not... <laughs> Well, A, you don't need to do that. But no. B, that's not going to be possible for you. But also, you don't want to eat all your protein in one meal. That's also not going to be ideal. Um, no. So, at least if you break your fast with like a, a good 30 to 40 grams, you know, you're, you're well on your way of hitting your protein. I would probably
2: do yeah. what, what Leon suggested break fast, protein shake then have a higher protein meal mm. and then have the fun food yeah. and before bed probably guzzle another protein shake yeah. just before I go to bed because you know, that's hydration for sleep. I always drink uh try to drink water. <laughs> you know, it does mean sometimes I get up in the middle of the night to go to the toilet, but
0: it does mean I'm hydrated yeah.
1: through the night. No. Sorry, you yeah you cut off a bit. You cut
0: off a bit. <laughs> bit. Yeah, yeah, but you were you are saying you drink a liter of water before you go to bed. You might have to wake up to pee, but oh yeah, that's okay.
1: Yeah, because uh, I also when I started with JP, same thing before bed. Yeah, but right, uh, you
2: need to be hydrated. You should be hydrated during sleep.
1: Yeah, because I had my protein before sleep, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like 30 40 minutes before sleep so i'd have uh, just like yeah. protein seeds with water not not milk or anything so i th- i think that would work very well for for most people because i mean yeah. um say a scoop of protein say you're getting about 25 grams mm-hmm. so even if you have a let's say at the minimum you're having a scoop uh when you open your fast and a scoop before you sleep that's already 50. So you could be well on your way to meet your at least your minimum protein goals for the day
0: yeah, by the time you you're
1: can, yeah.
0: Th- there's a good protein question here. Yeah. So is casein protein overrated, and would whey isolate do well for the pre-dawn meal, right before you start fasting?
1: Yeah, uh, I think
2: whey protein. Yeah, it's like is more bioavailable.
0: yeah so sorry we'll, i'll just repeat that yeah the way isolate is more bioavailable um that's generally what we we all use um i've personally never used kissing
1: uh i've used i used it i used to use it before before bed but it, it is a heavier it just feels it's a heavier sort of protein you you go to bed feeling quite quite very full and it is a slow digesting protein so I guess if you were to get it, it, it would have to be uh, the nighttime, So it just digests slowly as you go to bed, I guess.
0: But if for the, like your pre-dawn meal, I think away Wait, isolate yeah, is better. Um, and I think you've got to be a bit careful, like how much protein you're going to be, like yeah. protein powder you're going to be eating. Like, no, I can't take more than two scoops and then my stomach's just like no and, and isolate you'll generally be um you'll be okay even if you are a bit lactose intolerant because there's yeah no lactose from a casein
2: a mm. lot of people have problem with casein protein because it you know it's harder to digest yeah. and for a lot of people one it can you know you know it can interrupt sleep actually but everyone used to say have casein before bed and okay. it be used overnight but actually It's a lot, you know, because it is slow to digest. You've got constant process of digestion overnight and that can affect people's sleep. You know, it's not, it's not necessarily ideal.
0: Yeah. So stick, stick to the isolate. Um, and I, I wouldn't go over three scoops, uh, myself. Um, so maybe, yeah, maybe you stick to one to break your fast, maybe the one before bed. And if you need yeah. to, one uh, okay. in the morning, but uh, well, before you start fasting, right, let's see what else we got. Um, well, we answered this one. Is it best to cut, maintain or bulk? So we've all pretty much said maintain. Um, okay. Oh, and I think we've answered this one. When fasting for 13 hours, what time would you train? Keep, oh, keeping in mind gyms are closed at night with curfew. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, so Morning. <laughs> well, well, yeah, that I thing? think... Then, the morning option. The morning option, then. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. Because yeah. um, ours is at home, we're, we're lucky. But, yeah, if you are going to a gym, I guess... But the,
1: um, <laughs> yeah. I think we yeah, forgot exactly. people. I would say
0: that you can train
2: just before you break fast yeah but you're gonna have to realize your training session won't be great
0: yeah. you
2: should probably do if you're just gonna train light or do something like with mobility stretching or do a very light session you can do it before you break fast and then eat shortly after yeah but if you if you're planning on training properly you know yeah. it's probably best first thing in the morning try and
0: wake up yeah and just get it done. okay and I think we've answered this one as well in a lot of Muslim households they make a lot of oily foods to break the fast like samosas what foods would you advise to break the fast with so I think we we, we covered that that yeah the oily foods like samosas and mandazi are not the best option at all they are high in fat uh, and carb and like minimal protein and yeah I mean you know and you one, get fed up with them
2: really quickly I still haven't
1: eaten a
0: mandazi since. Um, honestly,
1: I can't. I think you... Give me
0: flashback. You overdid it. it. Mandazi PTSD. Mandazi, mandazi PTSD. <laughs> yeah,
1: you overdid the mandazi, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, man.
0: i mean, not saying you shouldn't have them, but make sure... I mean, if you've been watching me recently, all I've been going on about is balanced meals. And, you know, do that first. Get in your more wholesome foods. You know, and then... Yeah, if you want one one mandazi a samosa, you know, have it, have it. Um, But just be be mindful and get in the you know what your body needs first before what you want. It's a bit like when you've got got you feed children
2: and when you've got kids, you always say eat your vegetables first. (laughs) Because you know it's the best bit, it's, it's the important bit. I and mean, then you're like, eat that bit of chicken. And then yeah, you got to plan your day almost like that. Have your nutritious food before you have a fun food.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, that's how I treat myself, Andy. Like yesterday, he's like, there should be more vegetables <laughs> on your plate. I'm like, I, I know. I know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like
2: two pieces of broccoli. There were three. There were three.
0: And it's the same. I'm like, eat those first, then you can have the rest. <laughs> I treat myself like a child sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think that's very a very good point. Okay, what do we have? That's nothing to do with Ramadan. No. That drink oh, oh, okay, to. sorry. Yeah, um, I, I think we've answered. <laughs> uh, I think we've answered. I'm, I'm sure we've talked about. How come, it before. train? What should you eat the most? What should you eat the most? Well, protein. protein. Uh, Get your wide. <laughs> protein. Plant. Yeah, Get I think. In. That. Oh, well, this this is a good one, and we've we've kind of touched on it. If I'm fasting, will taking my protein in one meal still work for maintaining muscles? Not ideal at all. No. So I mean, you. Gosh, that would be a lot of protein. What would you, you'd be eating a whole goat? No, well, not whole yeah, goat, but, be but like you'd be a, eating a lot.
1: Like a constant one hour, you're eating for you know, just going. You'd be
0: like yeah. a whole chicken. So, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's, um, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, I, I've used the analogy before in this podcast. It's like building a house. Yeah. You need a, you need a steady supply of bricks. You can't just dump all the bricks down on the ground and expect the builders. You know, it gets overwhelming. So, you know, and it's going to affect your digestion. As you said, protein's a satiating. You know, You start having more than fifty grams of protein in a meal it takes you a long time to eat that meal, you get full and you can't eat anything else. So, you know, it's not ideal. It's, you know, it's, if it's the only option you got, it's the only option, but it's a bit like when people haven't had enough protein during the day and we try to backload at the end. Yeah. The last meal we say, we realize they haven't had their protein goals, you throw it in. It's not, it's, it's not gonna be as good for your digestion, it's not gonna available. You can only process so much protein in any one, one digestive sit- sitting, you know, what your body needs. And you've got to think, protein, you know, any excess calorie, is will be stored as fat if it's excessive, you know. You know, you've got to understand, it doesn't matter if it's protein, carb, anything else. If you, but protein, excessive protein will turn to carbohydrate first by, you know, glucog- neoglucogenesis. So you have too much protein, it gets get turned to carb. You know, it's not an ideal one, you know, it's, so it's about balancing. It's having enough protein, but not too much.
0: Yeah, and so it might take more planning and preparing than you are used to, but you, yeah, if you do plan, you can spread out your protein a little bit. Like if you're breaking your fast with a protein shake, that's 25 grams right there. You know, if you have another meal, an hour or so after that you know with 30 to 40 you know your and then one final one of again that protein shape 25 30 and then another high protein meal in the morning you i think you can you'll easily hit your your protein goals and you've spread them out a bit more
1: i think uh, even one key part exactly is uh just what clear said which will help i think a lot of people in uh during Ramadan is planning. Like what she's just said. like if you can just plan your day from when you're... You plan your night. (laughs) All night, yeah. Like when you're breaking fast to when you're going to sleep to your morning when you're, I guess, closing. So just, you know, use the first few days to just understand what meals you'll be having during Ramadan and then make a plan. Just have your plan where you start your shake, where you know 30 minutes after you're eating this an hour later maybe this finishes with a shake and i i feel like that will help a lot of people rather than just go through the day like oh fast what's been and cooked have no plan. yeah mandazi whatever samosa but what she said is very if you can plan those four weeks i think you it'll be yeah, here's uh, the
2: thing uh, i've just i've just looked it up yeah mm sunrise is 6 30 6.30 am 632 uh, tomorrow and sun sets 637 p.m So you've got basically 12, 12 hours, hours of not eating but so if you get up a little bit earlier than you are used to maybe a half four wake up you can have that protein shake you can get a good meal in before you have to start fasting if have a shake ready for 637 p.m., have that shake ready, mix it up, have it on the side, look at your watch, sunset, 6.37, shake down you, then it's done. And then, you know, you've got so many hours before bed. Plan out your hours before bed, what time you're going to go to sleep, be 10 p.m., 9 p.m., and then have something planned for two hours after, you know, hour after that for a main meal, then two hours after that for another meal. Then I mean, you're going to get, like, you know you have you could probably get in at least four meals i reckon yep. not including the shakes yeah you know, if you include the shakes you can still get six meals in
0: yeah and and yeah and and good you know good good quality food and i think you'll be yeah. you'll be good i, I mean just you're, yeah
1: sorry no i was saying you'll find you're binging less on your mandazis and uh, yeah. samosas that yeah. way
0: um a, a client and friend made a point that she said that you know as ramadan goes on she just gets less and less hungry and i th- you know i think that can be quite common your whole kind of circadian rhythm is going to be thrown off because i know you know there's often prayers early early in the morning as well so and and some some there are prayers all night it's a days so i think your whole body is going to be a bit thrown off and Your hunger hormones and everything as well might be a bit thrown off um, and everyone reacts a bit differently. Some are more hungry, other people just, yeah, they're, they're not hungry. So I think the key thing is just to try and stick, you know, make your plan now before you start fasting. And, you know, if your goal is to maintain, you know, try and stick to the meals that you've planned out for yourself you know, and you probably might, well, I don't think, well, I've never done it, but I doubt I would be hungry at, you know, if you've eaten quite like two or three meals sort of back to back before you go to bed, it's not ideal. And you might have to force yourself to have that last protein shake or whatever it is. But yeah, like Andy said, right at the beginning, it's all about your goals. And if your goal is to maintain that, that's what you will have to do.
2: Yeah. I think, you know, if you're like me, the problem is I can go the whole day without eating quite easily. You know, I got used to it in, you know, working for the government, you know, you'd have to get busy yeah. on a task and you just don't eat. And then, but as soon as I do start eating, it's like I'm the hungriest man alive and I can eat everything. So it's not ideal to, you know, for me to fast a period, because I'm like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. suddenly going to eat, I'm going to mm. eat everything. So that's why I personally would always wake up, have that shake, try and get some food in the early so I'm not just then getting into this sort of I'm going to binge in the, at night, you know. Yeah. I've got a set plan, I know what's going to happen, at what time. A bit like now, you know, I have to, if I'm busy, I have to look at the time and go, well, actually, I need to get a meal in now yeah. because yeah. otherwise yeah. I won't think about food for a while. So... I have to be quite scheduled even now. I know roughly what time my meal times are, and I, no matter what, I, I force myself to. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, like that's that's come Sorry. up a lot. The word planning. <laughs> so I think you know, take 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 note of that because I don't think it you can't really rely on your hunger and satiety signals too much you know, when you fasted all day like that, they, they can, they can go pretty crazy. So just having a plan and sticking to it, your body generally does like routine. Um, and if you do that throughout the whole, whole month, um, you know, your body will adapt to that and get used to it. Um, and I just think it'd be so good rather than, yeah, feeling you've got a binge on sort of oily and sweet foods, and then you'll probably feel a bit sick. And then that just, yeah, that just starts you off on kind of, yeah just in a in in a sort of it can turn into a negative cycle and then you kind of just get out of control and you just don't know what to do whereas if you've taken this weekend to just sit about sit down and think about it you know plan it out roughly you know kind of see what works for you in your household with your timings um, it will it will really be beneficial as you go on
1: Yep. So first thing, plan, plan, plan. Get your times. I get you get the calendar, and just you know use use the timings for morning and evening to to plan your yeah. day after you breakfast.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and you can get all the timings on online. Yeah. Yeah, because a lot of people just do it by eye. Oh, it's dark now. <laughs> yeah. But if you know if you've got your set times, yeah. You know what time to breakfast, fast, and then you just plan you know, around that. and In Kenya, we're lucky. The times won't change much. Yeah. The equatorial. Oh, you know, it's very marginal changes. People. Elsewhere, you know, it changes quite a bit by day. So you just need to be changing your plan accordingly yeah. if, you're, if you're away from the equator. So here, though, know, your, your plan will probably last you pretty much almost no. all the way through Ramadan yeah. with maybe a minute here, a minute there change
0: i know poor people in the uk (laughs) that's like an 18 hour fast that's just that's unfair (laughs) um okay uh here is a another (laughs) question i don't know if we are equipped to answer this but all right um can one train after breaking fast and not have it interfere with fast the reasons being if you are to train during Ramadan the fatigue will make you lazy and laziness isn't a good thing during this period what well yeah. I, I didn't yeah cause
2: it is a suffering thing it's not you know, yeah you can't you, the whole purpose of Ramadan is not to sit and sleep all day so I suppose that's what they're saying as well yeah you know don't you know don't Use it as an excuse to rest. Yeah, you can train, but the point is, it's probably not best to. If you're doing Ramadan for religious reasons, you should be following that, and then. But it doesn't mean you can't train. Just as we said, bear in mind recovery. Don't let it affect your rest of your day.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Like if you are, if you, uh yeah, doing Ramadan, your training and nutrition might need to take the back seat. And that's okay. Yeah. So maybe for you, if that's you, do something that's not going to fatigue you or affect any of the other reasons why you're doing Ramadan. Don't let it get in your way. Um, but yeah, I think you know, you just you choose when you can train and see in, and kind of see how you feel after a week or two. You know, it's not like you're gonna, you know, like I said, you can do two weeks on and then maybe take the last two weeks off as as it gets harder or you get more fatigued and tired. Um, so as always, it depends on your goals, spiritual goals, religious goals, all of those. Um, I think that's all of the questions actually. Um,
1: yeah, I think so. I
0: think so. Well, I think yeah. we answered, we, we answered a lot of them just with our chat, but I think, I think that's covered pr- pretty much, um, everything <laughs> what you say.
1: Yeah, just think. Uh, it's for people doing Ramadan. It's it's that one time to just focus on something else other than training. So, as much as you want to remain healthy and train hard, yeah, it's that one time you can just focus and put your, your you know your mental strength your um all your beliefs and just focus on something else take that time enjoy that time also and training will always be there it's just it's just a month where yes it's bringing families together friends you have you know you're i guess suffering for a cause being grateful for being alive being able to have food every day and just life so As much as yeah, we we want to stay on our health goals, fitness goals. It as much as we've answered those questions, and key thing is plan. Remember, Ramadan is your time to just be grateful and uh, be unselfish, so to speak. So,
2: and it, it's it's important to remember. I mean, it's a time to connect with family. And we've said this before. Embrace that time because yeah. you know life is, you know, finite, you know. Yes, follow your passions. If your passions training everyday great, continue it. But use it you know, a bit like uh say with Christmas, you know. Yeah. Generally, you know people who celebrate Amadan don't celebrate over a Christmas period. And as such, you know, that is an opportunity like we have at Christmas to celebrate being in a family. Yeah. Celebrating each other and enjoying time with each other. Yeah, you know, same with friends. You know, reality is there's more to life sometimes than making sure you're training at the right time. You know, not everyone's going to be a professional bodybuilder. Not everyone's going to be a professional athlete. If that's not your goal, use it as a time to reconnect with family, friends, have a mental health break. You know, you've got still body goals, just maintain and then hit them hard after when you're refreshed, you yeah. know. Just do a bit of maintenance and come back all guns blazing, refreshed and, and full on.
0: Yeah, yeah and maybe restrictions yeah. will be over then and your gyms will be open. I
1: know.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> true, true, true. Yeah,
0: yeah so I, I, would, I would take, uh, well this will be out on Sunday, I would take the rest of the Sunday. I mean, you're probably preparing anyway mm-hmm. on Sunday. For Ramadan in, in many different ways, so just take that time. Um, if your if your goal is to maintain, you know, your muscle mass, take that time to kind of just plan out your your meals. Um, get you know, figure out your maintenance macros first of all. You know, you might have been in a deficit or a or a surplus. Yeah. Figure out your maintenance macros, get those down, and kind of just plan out briefly sort of approximately how you need to eat to achieve those goals so like we said when you break your fast maybe a protein shake um because you're going to hydrate with that as well which is key yeah um you know and then get in you know a a balanced meal with all your macronutrients yeah still always focusing on your protein and make make them sort of yeah the 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 healthier more healthful (laughs) versions of carbs and fats samosas and mandazis uh uh, not really nourishing for your body. Uh, I'm not saying don't have them, but they are not your priority. Um, I love a samosa. Easy to just point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess samosa's got it's got it's got protein in it. Yeah, that's um, your, your As long as it's 10%. not cooked in transformer oil, yeah. Maybe that's better. Yeah. I don't know. Higher in omega threes yeah I mean, um, that's <laughs> <laughs> well, but, joke, but... <laughs> jokes aside yeah don't true. yeah as always those kind of things in moderation you'll feel better for it yeah i yeah. mean your whole yeah, digestion system is going to be all over the place anyway because you've changed things so much so you don't want to give it any extra reason to be uh, in turmoil mm. um so go for a, a good quality way isolate i wouldn't i wouldn't get too caught up on casein or any other kind of sort of complicated protein structure, go for your a good quality weight yeah. isolate. Um, and yeah, again in the morning, get in another protein shake again, you'll hydrate. Um, and just keep trying to hydrate before you go to bed. Um, it's not like you're, le- you're not yeah. drinking a whole gallon in one go, you know, space it out as well. Um, and then definitely try and get in quite a bit before you um, start your fast for the day.
1: Yeah.
0: And yeah. yeah, I hope it is a a good a good time for everybody. And um, yeah, it's I think it's it's my oh, yeah. my hats off to you all who do it. I've I've never fasted, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't uh, know. I yeah. think for me, I wouldn't. The food would be okay for me. It's the drinking I would. Yeah, I would, I would. I <laughs> would. I would struggle with the hydration part.
1: Um, yeah, I think once was yeah. enough for me. I I tested what, the waters. One week. One week. One week. I, well, yeah, I can't. Uh, i have not done in a week. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm trying to be. A, com, I compete bodybuilding, so yeah, I'll, I'll take the. I'll, I'll I'll say I'm I'm competing, so I'll. Uh, we not fast, but I tried yeah, it. And, I've uh, seen. I've
2: seen. Yeah. i I've, I've, I've worked with many Muslim guys and people who do a sort of a version of Ramadan where they're having <laughs> things like shakes and stuff. And they're like, well, it's a health reason, you know, you know you're know, you not meant to get sick from it, you're not yeah, to yeah. ill, so yeah, so I've got to have this. And you're like, well, all right, you know, push their own. But, you know, I do think like the, the most sort of bang on extreme version, you know, well, not extreme, but uh, the spot on version is probably a very hard thing to manage, even when I was in Somalia, I was in Mogadishu, and have kind of forced Ramadan on myself. Well, mm. I didn't force it on me. It was kind of, you know, people bringing us food, only draw it at night. Yeah. you know, we 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 literally may have been lucky to have a little bit of water during the day, but you know, because they, they were they were you know observing Ramadan, so therefore by proxy we were yeah. didn't really have a chance. Yeah. So it is tough, and I remember. I didn't do much during the day. I was just sat around hiding. And, um, and yeah, and I had rosters and mandazis. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and look yeah. at you now.
2: It did yeah. you well. <laughs> well sadly, I'm glad, yeah, I'm glad I wasn't, you know, I, I, hadn't, I didn't even think about training. You know, I had yeah. uh, more pressing priorities yeah, than training than at training. that moment. Yeah. So, it was like, yeah, I, I was not so worried about it. You know, so luckily, I didn't have to prioritise my training. But, yeah, yeah the reality is, you know, don't beat yourself up over your training.
1: Yeah.
2: You know, a bit like everything. Do what you can.
1: Yep. To
2: the best of your ability, can. And just you know, your reality is your reality. Really, if you know, if your priority is Ramadan and your faith, then that is your priority. You don't have to. You're not Mr. Olympia. You're not trying to be Mr. Olympia. Accept your priorities in the order they are.
1: Yeah, and it's yeah. just four weeks out of the whole year, anyway.
0: Yeah, listen to your body. You know, if it's if those yeah. training sessions are becoming grim, yeah, don't do them. Um, mobility, yeah. mobility is is a wonderful thing. I always think trying to keep in some form of movement is just it's just good for you, good for your joints, good for your mental health. Mm-hmm. You know, so just some keep
2: steps, of keep steps in. Um, Low taxing exercise like step stretching, mm. mobility as you Claire just said. Mm. You know, just keep active in some, in some
0: form. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's that's just wonderful in itself. Yeah. Great. Well, I think wow, that is the end of season four. I, I When did we start season four? We started recording in it was December with Sheena, I think. We pre we pre recorded. Oh yeah, oh, yeah it, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We're in really? April. Ah! <laughs> season four. Well, that is. Yes, that is a benchmark. Yeah. Um and uh, yes, we will be brainstorming for season five. Um, and seeing uh, yeah. Andy will be seeing whose DMs he can slide into. <laughs> we'll we do
1: see. Get to stalking that some means. bodybuilders. Stalk and, uh, some
0: bodybuilders for <clears> us. Exactly.
1: Nutritionists and well, scientists. I did come
0: that that
2: question box up, didn't I? Who'd you wanna see yes, on the Yes. Who yeah. would you like to listen to or see yeah. on the podcast? I had one answer. It was like some random guy said me. was like, who are Why?
0: Oh, that's <laughs> but, hilarious!
2: All right. But um, yeah. So if you have any idea, you listen to us, and you've got any ideas, just you know, leave a comment. Yeah.
0: You know, and, and let us know. Yeah, we'll see if we, Andy will see if he can uh, get them for us. But yes, any anybody anyone in the uh, fitness nutrition space uh yeah so send us send us your ideas topics um and we will be busy brainstorming too but thank you everybody
2: Like we've had on before, but you want
0: yeah. us to get back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We also,
2: also that's nice. Oh,
0: um, I'd love to get. Who would we love? Gabrielle, Victoria. Yeah, we. No, we Gabrielle's great. She's yeah. Good.
1: Yeah, we had a lot to discuss with her. We're not. We're not done yet.
0: We're not done yet. Well, <laughs> well, even Victoria. I mean, yeah. We, we just scratched. the saying, surface. Victoria
2: was a massive topic. We yeah. just scratched the surface, really. Yeah. So we didn't
0: even get into like. PCOS and and actually more about the pill Oh yeah and and we well, oh, she had a lot
1: to Yeah to discuss with her yeah but I,
0: it still feels a bit surreal that they were on the podcast because i look at the podcasts that they're kind of on like gabrielle was just on uh bio lanes podcast i was like wow yeah <laughs> they were on our little podcast right. east yeah. africa's top podcast
1: <laughs> yeah we... <laughs> east and southern
2: i keep seeing people posting about female um you know menstrual cycling training and i always say to be fair there is only one true expert because no one's done the study yes, like victoria's yes, doing yes. now linking training to mm-hmm. menstrual cycle there's a lot of misinformation that we learned from her yeah. that you know trying to structure training round your cycle is almost impossible yeah yeah you know, to do it like have a one thing fits all oh right it doesn't work like that impossible so she is like literally the only person who's ever studied it yeah. And it, so you know,
0: if you want to know about it, hit that episode up. Yeah. yeah. No, that was such a good one, and yeah. uh, I know she's been so busy. Um,
1: yeah, we'll we we'll, recently, we'll but we we'll,
0: because it, it is such an important topic, and I mean, all of our clients track their cycles. Nobody is the same. Nope. Nobody all. I mean, this is going totally off topic of uh, Ramadan, yeah. but <laughs> well, ladies, actually, uh, it would be oh. interesting to track your cycle during Ramadan and see um, what just if, it, if anything <laughs> does change, you know, you might find, you know, because so many things can affect the cycle. So I think if it does become a bit irregular, I wouldn't worry about that at all. Um, I'm sure like once once you're done things will get back to your normal so um yeah that's actually very interesting <laughs> please do track your cycles and let us know
1: yeah another there we there we go another yeah. another topic to discuss with yeah
0: <laughs> but yes please do if yeah. you ask. I think I think,
2: <laughs> I'll try to get Scott on um Victoria's partner oh, yeah, Scott yeah. Mealy who's got yeah. think big media because yeah, yeah about you know how, you know, he, he has a few, quite a few different podcasts on his YouTube channel. It'd be mm. interesting to see about fitness and the media and how to build sort of, you know, uh, you know, he's got Advices Radio, Think Big Media. Mm. See how, you know, she offered him up last time on the call. i for his contact. Yeah,
0: there let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, well, before we go even more off topic, we will leave this here. Thank you to everybody who listens and supports us. We really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, keep liking, sharing, reviewing, commenting.
0: And we'll see you and you will hear us in season five. Yep.